Hello, nerds, and welcome to the Superhero Hour Hour, the only podcast with the science and the screaming to determine what superhero shows came out in the last week that were an hour long and based on a comic book property. I am your host, Taylor. That's the dream, at least. With me, as always, is Ryan. That is a realistic Taylor mask. Is that? <laughs> did you buy that, or is that actual skin? Is that disturbing? Let's just say I have a good feel for Taylor's face now. I mean, I'm Taylor. With me, not as always, but perhaps for the first time ever, is Chris. How you doing, Chris? Yo, I'm good. Well, thank you for being on the show. Yeah. Uh, as you know, I'm Taylor. So when you hear things about Taylor, just imagine this face stretched out over mine. It's not hard to imagine. It's exactly what I'm looking That's at. That's exactly what you're looking at now. Uh, so Taylor, Chris, can't be here tonight. The, the other Taylor, excuse yeah. me, because uh, his car got towed and he's dealing with that. You are the tow truck driver who made that happen. Is this coincidence or did you do that just to get on the show? Saboteur. Well, I mean, in general, if somebody's missing a face, I like to tow their cars just to... <laughs> I don't want them near me, and if they have a car, it'd be easier to follow me. <laughs> and that's your weapon of choice. People have guns, <laughs> people have knives, you have a tow truck, you're going to use yeah, it. You go with what you know. You right. have to park in the no-face zone. <laughs> if you don't have a face and you're parked in just a regular parking spot, you're definitely going to get towed. That Okay, that seems like a weird excuse to miss the whole show. Is there more to that story? Than- Laziness is what I would say. <laughs> because he left work to get his car taken care of, then had his car. Hours before the show was supposed to start. <laughs> yeah, I saw him. He tweeted like four hours ago, waiting to get my car. And so then I was doing like the uh, the math meme. Like I'm looking all around me and I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm trying to do the math. I'm like, if this was four hours ago, he certainly has his car now. He just, he called off the show. He's just like, you know what? A shitty thing happened to me today. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to do the podcast. I do that. Like if all, like my car will break down on the way to work and then it'll be fixed immediately and I'll, I'll still call in. Like <laughs> I'm already done with the day. Too much drama for me. For me, it's like I coughed. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up and I coughed and I was going to come into work today, but I can't. I would, but I coughed one time. That's why you use that handkerchief that has that red marking in it all the time. <laughs> so you can cough until it looks down. Oh, blood. Probably TB. It's, I can't come in. It's just so fun and dramatic. I have had a cough lately. I'm I'm just a hero. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm just Gregory. a hero. And I made it to the show even though I woke up this morning and I coughed. Uh, but while I was doing it, I was thinking of uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, because your guy just spends 20 hours of that game coughing up blood, basically. Oh, uh, and <laughs> I was coughing, and I was just like, this is just like Arthur Morgan. I'm <laughs> such a cowboy. Oh, I'm out there living that extreme life. Meanwhile, I haven't like left my house in four days. <laughs> Again, because I have a cough. So you, can, you can't make me do anything, guys. <laughs> I'm coughing right now. Does uh, Arthur Morgan... Arthur Morgan, thank you. Just like you, does he always wear one of those airplane pillows all times of the day, whether he's on an airplane or not? Well, you can do his costume any way you want to. <laughs> do you so put I put one of those on him. I did the Greg <laughs> special. He's got the airplane pillow. He's wearing like the cargo shorts. He's got the flip flops. The other cowboys make fun of him, but he's comfortable with who he is, especially when he's like sleeping on a plane. I mean, even cowboys <laughs> can figure out a, like way reason to wear cargo shorts. Like they fill all those pockets with necessary things, oh. jerkies and tools. <laughs> they Cow- use every part of the cargo yeah. shorts. <laughs> Cowboys famously have a lot of cargo. <laughs> like they got they put the saddlebags on the horse. That's like saddlebags you put on yourself. Well the saddlebags are just filled with extra cargo shorts <laughs> in case they burn theirs. Just in case it goes down. I want to make sure I have multiple cargo shorts. I'm ready for any cargo short related eventuality out here on the range. <laughs> 
Did you give your character the same um, 1930s baseball player mustache that you have in real life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With all the twisties? Yeah, but you can't get quite as twisty no. as I would like. Yeah, he doesn't have the full Raleigh fingers. Uh, but I did the best that I possibly could. Your hair does grow a lot in that game, and you have to maintain it. What a cool game. Your mustache. <laughs> Sounds like so much fun. Man, I can't wait to play it. I don't if even you... want to get a haircut in real life. <laughs> if you love maintaining things, this is the game for you. Every once in a while, you're walking around, and they're just like, hey, your guns are dirty. <laughs> what, what? Give a fuck. Who says that? <laughs> this game from the makers Another of- character walks up to you. Hey, mister, you got some dirty guns there. <laughs> that would get you shot, I would think. <laughs> Uh, this game that is, you know, from the creators of GTA and supposed to be the best game ever sounds like a mixture of The Sims and Animal Crossing. <laughs> like, that's just all I, all the stories I hear. Basically, all people want out of video games is, like, a bunch of fucking chores. <laughs> it's just like, I have gardening. You could do it all. <laughs> that was one of the most prescient Seinfeld bits where they go and they, it's, like, the, the video game expo. And one of the games is virtual gardening. And the kids are just, like, going ham on it. <laughs> Marge is like, oh, you could cut the bushes at home. Wait, Marge was on Seinfeld? Marge was on Seinfeld, yeah. That is crazy. Famously on Seinfeld. <laughs> Seinfeld, The Simpsons, stationed in Springfield. Sopranos, Sopranos, all the S shows. It's all the S shows. And those are the types of shows that we cover here on Superhero Hour Hour. The only podcast. No, I'm Don't just start kidding. Over. I'm just kidding. Well, got a new guy on the show, and so we have to do something that we've done every single time we've ever had a new person on the show, which is we're taking him to the Nerd Grill. Ooh. My front lawn. I know they're all thinking I'm so wide and nerdy. Think just too wide and nerdy. Think I'm just too wide and nerdy. Can't you see I'm wide and nerdy? Look at me, I'm wide and nerdy. I wanna roll with the gangsters. But so far they all think I'm too wide and nerdy. Think I'm just too wide and nerdy. Think I'm just too wide and nerdy. I'm just too wide and nerdy. Really, really wide and nerdy. Now Ryan, I am an undisputed host of this show who's in charge of everything. The single greatest host in the history of Superhero Hour Hour. I think that's fair to say. Chris, what do you think? Uh, I agree, because yeah. you're here. I'm going to give myself a point for that. Yeah, you get one point for that. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to have you introduce the next segment. Well, Greg, uh, every single new person that comes on this show has to go through the nerd grill. They do. You didn't have to. I no. just found this out, because I guess we all knew exactly how nerdy you were. I was grandfathered in. I don't know what that means, but I just say it whenever I think a rule shouldn't apply to me. <laughs> I think it has to be like, if you're a grandpa... Literally no rules apply to you at all. You're allowed to be racist. You get to, like, touch nurses. So that's... You can I, smoke pipes in hospitals. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> that's my you, plan. You could just throw a baby out a window. You're just... You're an old person, and you're a guy, so you're allowed to do whatever. So I think that is how it works. A lot of nerds say that they know about everything, but they know about nothing. Uh-huh. Or they know about nothing, but they know about everything. Or they know about some stuff not enough, but it's actually too much or too much, but too little. Uh-huh. And so we are going to determine if Chris is an appropriate nerd to be on this show. Okay. Chris, we're going to shout some stuff out at you. Deal. And you're going to tell us what your relationship is with that. All right. If you fuck this up, you're off the show. Understood. Okay. You can go drive your tow truck all the <laughs> live long day. All right, Greg, take it away. All right. The MCU. Uh... Neutral. 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 The Marvel Cinematic... It stands for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. And you don't care. You're just... You're neutral. I don't that. not care, but... But you're not like this... this like, I'll, I'll give you an example. Captain Marvel's coming out. I don't even really... I don't like know much about that character at all from being a comic book reader. Mm-hmm. Like, I am there... The day opening before night. opening day. Yeah. Like, I've already... I just hang around the theater and they have to ask me to leave every single night. That's how there for the MCU I am. You're not that guy. No, I'm not. That's me I just described. It, it is. We're different. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I saw you from my tow truck, but that's <laughs> as close as I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get there. All right, uh, Chris, Star Wars. 
I like Star Wars. I'm not. I gotta say, it's not a great start, this Ryan. Is, this is a terrible start. Is this supposed? To, is this like an exercise in making me angry? Because I'm starting to get a little angry. Have you seen a Star Wars film? Did you know that they were films? I, I knew they were films. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were mostly lunchbox and toys, but uh-huh. uh, and then the movie's based on them. Well, <laughs> what would it be like if action figures had their own movie? <laughs> yeah. Uh, eh. Okay. 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 This is. Greg, take a deep breath before you do this. This, is, this next one's so... Imp- I can't believe it. This is like the big three. This is the holy trinity. This is my trinity. Game of, wait for it, Thrones. Yeah, I like Game of Thrones. Although I read the first book, um, not knowing that... The first book being the Bible. Well, okay, I read the second book. <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> but with the first book of Game of Thrones. Okay. Uh, long before the series was on HBO. And uh, once Ned... Oh, spoiler alert, Ned Stark dies. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, no. But when that happened, done. Yeah, that was it? Didn't even finish that book. Oh, wow. man. You would not have liked the other books because yeah. that just keeps happening Dude, over I know. and over again. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I, You're I, like, I, oh, it's a story about this person. And then it's just like <laughs> that person totally See, in the, in the MCU, the Starks stay alive. So mm. that might help you out. Except for Tony's dad and now probably Tony. Yeah, except so, for yeah. those Starks. Yeah, but the rest of them. Uh, Star Trek. Uh, nah, not really. I'm not in Star Trek. Okay. Do you like? Okay. The next one is sex. <laughs> I mean, it depends on the person. Okay. Uh-huh. Or okay. the tow truck. This is getting dark. No, I definitely like sex with tow trucks. <laughs> All right, Lord of the Rings. I love Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay, so we, we got did one. it. Lord it's, yeah. of the Rings. It's the lowest one for me, but at yeah. least you've heard of a thing. Yeah. Now, uh, are you one of these? With the lunch boxes? Or? <laughs> the Lord of the Rings lunch boxes. <laughs> are you one of these? Like, do you have different? love for the movies versus the books uh yeah i tried to take on the books too early and yeah. they were just really hard so to boring read. yeah dude and uh then the okay so the movie came out and uh lord of the rings online didn't yet exist but dark age of camelot existed so basically everything in my life i relate to through video games uh-huh. okay. and uh lord of the rings was one of them but legolas was obviously taken so i had to be like legolas with the like, four s's i like those lego video games right yeah, those are good dude the lord of the rings lego video game is pretty good maybe we should jump to video games <laughs> like spider-man has a video game have you heard of that i've heard of it all right how about this battlestar galactica never seen it You've never seen any Battlestar Galactica. Based on your other answers, I'm not sure you would like it. <laughs> uh, how about The Simpsons? I love The Simpsons. Okay. okay. I have vivid memories of sitting in math class, like taking a test and drawing a blank and remembering, like, why can I remember every Simpsons quote but not, like, formulas for math? Okay, yeah. I'm not surprised by this one because you're one of those people who you can just make any Simpsons reference to and you get it. Uh, so that doesn't surprise me. What did surprise me is... When we did uh, the holiday episode, a movie of the year, Taylor was like, oh, yeah, I don't really like Simpsons that much. I've never met somebody around our age. He's much younger than us, but around our age who is so funny, who didn't like love Funny or uh, like clicked with us. You yeah. Know? Like, it seems like that is a requisite for just having a conversation with the two of us. What's so weird is in like two years, he's going to watch a bunch of The Simpsons. He's like, hey, guys, this show's so good. <laughs> oh, my God, The Simpsons. Have you heard of it? I get why you kept screaming poochie at me. <laughs> Are you? Do you still, wa- every Sunday night, you watch The Simpsons or did you give up at a certain point? Uh, I gave up. I, I was probably, when I became a teenager, just uh-huh. honestly because I got into online video games and that's where my life went for a long period of uh-huh. time. Uh, but I have recently 
been able to record them just like on FX. So uh-huh. like I constantly have five episodes I can watch. That's cool. So I'm like cutting into like the late 2010s stuff now. You set your phone up on that tripod and you just record the TV <laughs> when they're on. It's the only way I know you how. Just watch them back. <laughs> um, at some point in your life, your two favorite things came together in The Simpsons Hit and Run, a cra- crazy taxi-like game. But did mm. that just blow your mind? Um, Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. There I was also it. a skateboarding game, too. Yeah, I think The Simpsons always look weird in 3D. Yeah. Um, but my first Simpsons video game was actually on NES. Uh, Bart versus the Space Mutants? Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one, dude. <laughs> I spray-painted so much stuff. <laughs> All right. Go to a little bit of speed round format on some of this. Hev- heavy metal. Yeah, I like heavy metal. Yeah, like what are some heavy metal bands that you like? Um, I thought you were talking about like the movie heavy uh-huh. metal. <laughs> I should have said music <laughs> but because he, when he music, first wrote yeah. heavy metal down, I was like, oh, that, that cartoon? Yeah. Um, that one's good if you just like want to feel like you're on drugs uh-huh. whether or not you actually are. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but heavy metal music. Like Nickelback, Kings of Leon, uh, Creed, Metallica. Yeah, uh, are you a cars guy? Not the Pixar thing, but like, do you know like what an engine is? Uh, I mean, I drive a tow truck, so <laughs> yeah, it's a good call. <laughs> I think I <laughs> that's know. actually where my knowledge ends. Okay, how about comic books? Um, I was too young to enjoy them when my friends were into them. Uh-huh. So for me, it was always about the art. Like I would sit around and and draw pictures of Wolverine mm-hmm. and just like copy what I was looking at, but like didn't read them. And these okay. these pictures would have Wolverine having sex with a tow truck. I mean, the ones I drew did, uh-huh. but I, you know, I, I drew my inspiration from the proper. I comic meant the book. ones that you were drawing. Oh, okay. I don't good. think that's an actual comic. Well, book. I didn't read them, so I wasn't quite sure what the content was. All right, how about DC? Um, yeah. Also, you policy wonk. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> okay, this one we are setting ourselves up to be embarrassed, but pop filter. How into our product are you? This is a good product. <laughs> I strongly support this product. How many pictures of us have you drawn? Uh, well, with or without Totrex, because I don't know if I want to show you just yet. What about board games? Um, I'm not super into old board games. No, I mean new wave board games, like the ones yeah. about Duran Duran. Re- <laughs> actually good board games. No, yeah, the good ones are fun. Um, yeah, I don't like learning new rules every time. Mm-hmm. So I love playing those complicated cool board games yeah. if most of the other people have already played so I can be the new guy. I feel like board game nights should always be one game that you've played before and learned last mm-hmm. time and then then a new board game. One for them, one for you. Yeah, but almost every time I've had board game nights, it's like, okay, now we're going to learn this totally new game and then by the third game, you're like, I understand the rules to this and you will never play it yeah. again in your entire life and you just forget the rules every single day. How about D&D? <laughs> I fucking love D and D. Yeah, you were a D and D guy, right? Yeah, like I cut myself the other day, and all these D's just came out. <laughs> You're full of D. D's D's. D's uh, Final Fantasy. Uh, yeah, I like Final Fantasy. It it, it gets pretty uh, melodramatic sometimes. Yes. like in the single player games. JRPGs um, are yeah. melodrama central. Yeah, uh, but Final Fantasy VII was like the pinnacle of RPGs for me for most of my life. Um. I am currently subscribed to Final Fantasy XIV online, too. Is that because you like the universe so much or because you know people who play? Uh, mostly the latter. Yeah. <laughs> Although the main reason I come back to it, because I played for a while and then stopped, I go back to it because I love the universe. Yeah. It, it's just cool to run around and see fucking chocobos and mogs and shit. <laughs> That's pretty cool. How about Mario? Uh... I and lo- or Luigi. If you want to talk no, about no, no. Luigi, fucking, go off. No, Luigi, please. <laughs> uh, no, I like Mario the video games. 
Um, I think Super Mario World was fucking incredible. Uh-huh. I did watch the Mario cartoons where there were like brief little minutes of like live action uh-huh. fat Italian <laughs> men. Uh, that was always weird. And, <laughs> what an uh, uncomfortable moment of television, right? It's like why it could have just been a cartoon. Yeah. Like why did they add that? You don't, because it? you know why? Because it's so much work to animate yeah. that much. Yeah. So they're just like we're just gonna take a little break. Let's just uh, throw some overalls on. It'll be fine. And who is it? Who was the guy that played Captain Lou Albino? Oh yeah, like, <laughs> Albino <laughs> with his white overalls and his white hat. <laughs> oh, uh, fantasy sports. Uh, I do not participate. Okay. You're fantasy guy, but maybe not fantasy sports guy. Yeah. How about Rick and Morty? I love Rick and Morty. Okay, but you understand that this is probably the most awful fan base out of everything we've talked about so far. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Do you feel like you're outing yourself as a terrible person by saying you love Rick and Morty? I never felt like I was under wraps as a terrible person. (laughs) It's just something I display, and if you want to look at it, by all means. (laughs) You know... You have to be super intelligent to get the humor. Of a, I was thinking, my wife bought me the, a board game based on the third episode of that called Anatomy Park. There's a board game just about Anatomy Park, and she bought it for me for Christmas. And so uh, we're going through and we're watching that episode. And the whole time, all I could think about was like, this is the show that everybody's like, you have to be so smart to get it. They're cruising around inside a homeless guy's body. Yeah. Like, I don't think you have to be a brain yeah. surgeon to understand the humor of a decomposing homeless Santa uh, what about hip hop? Uh, I was into hip hop until I was like eight ish. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was so weird. from like five to eight, you were like. Then big it was too in commercial for you. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't really know how to explain it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so based on your age, that would make your favorite hip hop artist MC Scat Cat from Opposites Attract with Paul Abdul. That does track. I do like the Scat Man. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> Imagine he was a cat and then involved in a relationship. <laughs> With Paula Abdul. You had me at cat. <laughs> uh, how about the suite of Blizzard products? Um, I don't like the full suite, but... My Is it, it's just the one with the Reese's Pieces in it. <laughs> but they all do hold that. Like, if you put your spoon in there and dump it over, the spoon won't come out. That's what's great about anything <laughs> well, Blizzard-related. It's got a timer on it, man. Like, <laughs> it'll eventually come out. Uh, my favorite Blizzard game was The Lost Vikings. Oh, wow. Uh, I went like... that was Over the game. rock and roll racing? Yeah, that's the one I went to uh, Blockbuster over and over for. The point where, like, yeah, we spent more money renting this than it would have cost to just buy it in the first place. Were you ever a wower? Uh, yeah, I played WoW in beta, and I was one of those kids outside the Fries in Fountain Valley the night it came out. Oh, and yeah? there were, like, almost gang fights in the parking lot. <laughs> like, like once people started getting their copies and getting into the cars and driving away, they would just, like, drive by and be like, for the horde, and just, like, <laughs> shot at people and, like, start throwing shit. I love it when nerds have guns. Yeah. That's just such a good recipe. Yeah. And that was all to run home and then not be able to log in and not have the server no, like say online. You could log in. I made a guy named Chris. Uh-huh. Just like, oh yeah, that's mine. Like I never played him, but like that's my name. Wow. <laughs> that's that's getting in early. How about like uh use StarCraft at all? Uh yeah. Yeah, I loved StarCraft when it first came out. I even like cared so much about my record that I would unplug the phone cable from the 56K, uh, so I'd get a disconnect rather than a loss. <laughs> Based on everything that we've ever said, Greg, Chris is 10 years older than us. This is crazy <laughs> how this is working out. It's nice to finally meet someone older than us. Well, that is the Nerd Grill. You have been sufficiently grilled. I'm glad there are some things that you get enthusiastic about. Yeah. Because at the beginning, it was just like, nah, I just don't like stuff. <laughs> but yeah, but maybe he did that thing where like, oh, I'm just going to play it cool in the beginning. Yeah. And then he got, you know, let his guard down a little bit. 
Yeah, if you ever play it cool with us, we just don't know how to deal with it. I don't even know how to play it cool, so. All right, well, when we come back, we're going to talk about the topic of this week's show, which you always want to introduce at the end of the second segment. I know that (laughs) from hosting my own show. And the topic is Titans. This week on the Titans, Dick is jammed in the world of his own mind, where he is manipulated by Rachel's father, Payman, whoops, I mean Trigon again, into deciding to kill Batman because fuck Batman. In Dick's nightmare world, Batman has gone crazy and is first threatening to kill the Joker and then eventually killing, like, everybody around him before Dick decides it's time to make Batman, like, the 40th person that he has personally killed. Grentleman, I ask you this, was it weird to have a non-speaking, hardly shown Batman on the show? Or did it do enough to bring the bat any good despite this? I wonder what the rules are. Like, I wonder what... It seemed like they had a very specific set of rules. Like, okay, at first it seemed like you can't show the front of Batman. That was for a couple seasons they showed, like, the back of Bruce Wayne. A couple episodes, the back of Bruce Wayne. In this world, it's crotchless Batman. So you can't show that. Like, it's just wiener everywhere. And it, it seemed like then there was, like, you saw the silhouette of the back in the costume. And I was like, whoa, that's interesting. But he never says anything, which mm-hmm. they kind of worked into the show, but he never says anything, which I guess was important. He groans a little bit right before he dies, but he mm-hmm. never says anything. But I have to say, as weird as that is, and it reminded me a lot of, we watch another show, Chris, called The Gifted, where they're not allowed to talk about any specific X-Men. They can say the X-Men, oh. but they can't say any character's name. So like, they talk about Magneto a lot, but they're not allowed to say Magneto. So they just say, like, the purple guy in the cape, or <laughs> they, they kind of talk about him obliquely, and you're mm-hmm. supposed to know that it's Magneto. And I thought the rules were the same here. But with the limited amount of Batman, I have to say, Killer Batman was awesome. <laughs> I really, really liked it. I thought it was very cool. For one, it's way it, the show did a good job of showing this without making a crazy point about it, which is it's way easier to be Batman if you can just stab people. Oh in yeah, the face. Oh, sure. Yeah. Throw those rules right out the yeah, window. Yeah. All you have to do is go up and you stab people in the chest, and you're done Batmaning them forever. Mm-hmm. And so when he decides to kill, he just goes right through everybody in his way. And honestly, that did it for me. Killer Batman, I love. <laughs> Even though you don't really get to see him, and the only thing he ever says is. Ugh, uh, Man, I still liked it. He Batman has the same dialogue that I do if I'm just cleaning up stuff off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but how about you guys? Did you did it was it weird? Like did you feel like that kind of got in your way of enjoying it or the fact that you know Batman can't talk. And it it felt like he couldn't even be referred to that many times. The one thing that they could definitely show was like the Batmobile and the bat signal. Those things that were allowed, but the rest of it did you feel like it was awkward to not be able to quite engage with the character? And the bat signal wasn't the one that we know. It was just a, like words in the sky that said, he's going to kill you. <laughs> Please go back inside. Watch out. Um, no, I mean, it was cool thinking that I was watching the Titans and I would never, ever, ever see him. Yeah. So I got some. And then it was cool because even though we were in a different world than the DCEU, right? Not the yeah. Aquaman movie world. We were in a different sort of reality. 
And then we were in a different reality from that reality. Yeah. So we are far removed. But um, so that means, yeah, do something different. You have the opportunity. And so this is like more monster than man, not just in how he handles bad guys, but also in the way that he moves. Uh You know, like it looked like it was all CGI and kind of a cool, Mm -hmm. like he is an inhuman sort of way. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was awesome. Yeah. uh, In a way, he has been hanging over this show because it's like everything Dick Grayson the the Robin figure does is like in relation to like I don't like Batman I you know I have to get I have to break away from him but you never felt like you were going to get him and you don't really because it's just in Dick's mind but the I think they captured how deadly he would be if he wanted to be and let me ask you this then about that does it hurt the show like cuz next episode there's not going to be Batman Regular continuity of this show, I don't think Batman's ever going to appear like he did in this fantasy. I think that was part of how they got to use it. I personally, like, this was my favorite episode of the show by a million, and it was because of Batman. Are you guys excited to see, like, Jess Dick Grayson in the future? No, I mean, like, you then we should just go watch Batman stuff. You know? <laughs> like, that's, that's what we like, right? Yeah. Uh, but this is, like, I, like, we'll give you a little taste. Um, but this isn't even, like, smell this while it's cooking, and then you get to eat it later. It's, like, smell the chili and then get the fuck out of my house <laughs> uh yeah we're never gonna see this again and that just leaves us with all of the boring stuff including this very odd the reason that we're covering this show tonight is that it was the season finale yeah. mm. and in a 12 episode season this is the 11th episode and the season finale i don't know what happened but something clearly did because i think this was an okay episode but do you have certain things you have to do if you're a season finale yeah, because it is weird to take this show. It's at the last episode of the season is out of the normal continuity of the show, and nothing gets resolved. There did like Chris, did you feel like this had a finality to it? So this was the first episode I had ever seen, uh-huh. uh, and not knowing that they weren't allowed to talk about Batman explains a lot because I okay. was definitely that's a lot of him talking to a clock. <laughs> uh, but there is an entire scene where Batman's on the other side of a clock. Yeah, and so Dick Grayson just talks to. The clock, thinking Batman can hear him, but Batman doesn't even grunt back. It's just it's just this actor addressing a clock. I I spent fifty percent of that thinking he was literally just hiding behind the clock, and then eventually they <laughs> revealed never find yeah, me. and has like to move his arms with the clock's arms just to <laughs> keep his hiding spot. Um, but uh, did you say this was like a dream or an alternate reality or something of his? Yeah, that uh, this is such a confusing episode of a show to just come in on. But uh, there is this character whose dad is a demon okay. so rachel is not all of us raven yeah uh, her dad is a middle-aged white guy slash demon and he has created this like world where he's trying to corrupt dick grayson and that's never explicitly said to the audience but mm-hmm. if you have the continuity of the other episodes he at the end of the last episode he runs dick grayson runs into the house mm-hmm. and then it's just like this episode starts and he's in this Beach Boys style California world, yeah, and you get the you know that that's out of the reality, and it's because it's this demon trying to corrupt him, and he does it by degrees, which was another thing I thought was pretty good, right? He started off everything was very good, and then things started to get bad, and they spiraled, but it wasn't all just like make him kill Batman in eight minutes. Well, all of our like if this was done to any of us, we would be married to Mika Kelly. Like that's how like that's uh-huh. a great way to start a thing. Yeah. It's just. We're, we're going out with Mika Kelly. And uh, and then we got, like, the blue flashes, right? Mm-hmm. As someone who's dipped in and out of this show, yeah. it was clear just from, like, they didn't want to keep it a secret. Reality got warbly. Right. Yeah, there was a lot of different times. And especially when it when he would, when Dick Grayson would do anything where he wanted to leave, 
then it would specifically get warbly. Mm-hmm. So he gets to Gotham, and the Gotham in this show is, I think, honestly, a pretty true portrayal of Gotham, but it's never quite spelled out in the other, like, in the comics or in the other movies this way, where it's like, this is a war zone. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's dangerous to drive from one place to another in Gotham, even though it's a city people do their normal stuff in. So he gets to Gotham, and he's like, I want to leave Gotham immediately. <laughs> and then it gets warbly and someone con- like there's domestic violence in the next mm-hmm. room and he has to go inter- intervene in that. He solves that and he's like, I'm leaving Gotham right now. And a cop walks up and says, we need your help with thus and so. Yeah, and runs into that domestic abuser again. Again, they use that same trick twice. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he broke his neck immediately yeah. and then punched him back to death, back to life. I don't know <laughs> what he did, but like, First move, break his neck all the way around, and then wail on his face. Okay. Because this is not your daddy's Dick Grayson. This is something that I I feel like has to be addressed with this particular episode and this show. So here's all the different moves this show is trying to make at the same time. Dick Grayson feels like he has to break away from Batman because Batman makes Dick Grayson too extreme. That's one thing. The next thing, Dick Grayson doesn't want Batman to kill people because he feels like that will corrupt Batman. That's another thing. I'm with you so far. Here's Those a, two things totally make sense. Here's the third thing. Dick Grayson kills everybody. Murders <laughs> motherfuckers at a nonstop rate. He just, like, he'll incidentally kill someone, and then the show doesn't even highlight it. It's not, he doesn't think killing's a, a, a big deal for himself. He even says to Batman at one point, I don't want you to kill people because I kill people all the time. But I felt like that really fucked with the arithmetic of the show, the emotional impact of, like, Batman's not allowed to kill the Joker because that would corrupt him. But I'm afraid of being corrupted by Batman. But I have killed, like, in this, seriously, Chris, in this season so far, they blew up, like, a a mental institution that was run by bad people, but was a complete mental institution that they blew up. So they must have killed hundreds of people, good, bad, or otherwise. Uh, Beast Boy, who was only featured slightly on this Mm -hmm. show, ate somebody as a tiger. Ooh. Uh, Starfire has, like, cooked multiple people. So, (laughs) yeah. So uh, that just didn't quite add up for me it was hard to get emotionally invested in the oh batman can't kill anybody thing i mean it, it, it takes it down to a point where and we talked we've talked about in the past how this is a show for kids and it doesn't have like the i don't know the complexity that maybe like a Who show for is adults this show for though actually is it for kids it's for we talked about this last week it's for hot topic people yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah but that it's still like even if you're a kid in the back of your mind you know that every point they're trying to make is deflated because it's just like contradicted at a nonstop rate. Yeah, none of it gels. Yeah, so that I, I thought that fell apart. I still, it was still my favorite episode of because you got your Batman too, because it had Batman and I don't think Batman was wearing his costume correctly. I, Batman has a thing where he has to tuck in his hood into his chest piece, and it felt like he was not doing that. So his hood had this big flappy part sticking <laughs> out at the neck, which I didn't like. The other thing too that was confusing was and. It's hard because there's another episode after this that has now been moved to season two, and maybe this is addressed, but basically what we have here is a Dick Grayson, It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Mm. But in a It's a Wonderful Life scenario, which we've seen a million times, you have to come to some conclusion, right? Yeah. But like all the stuff that you said about violence and murdering, they're like this is just for other situations sake this is just to like have a story in a different world there's no at no point does like robin look in the mirror and be like oh i understand life better now yeah because the clear implication is that he is corrupted by this experience but before he goes into this experience he's killed double digit people okay 
in this experience, all that he does is he kills Batman after Batman kills everybody. <laughs> and Batman's all, almost dead anyway. Yeah. yeah. He just stepped on his neck a little He bit. basically <laughs> just steps on his neck after, he's, after Batman's crushed by a rock. But at this point, Batman has not just killed the Joker. But then he went and he killed all the inmates in Arkham Asylum. And then I guess he was just like, his blood was up. So he killed <laughs> all the guards and all the doctors. And then he kills like 50 cops. Mm. At that point, like... It, it, and Dick Grayson is already somebody who kills people, and Batman has tried to kill Dick Grayson. How is he corrupted? The way that Dick is becoming Bruce is, and I mean, this is shown, but I don't know if it's like the point of it, is it's not you shouldn't murder, because both of them are doing that at a nonstop rate. It's there are rules for normal people that I don't need to follow. Uh-huh. And now they're both at the same level, they think, and so... You have to follow my rules. No, you have to follow my rules. Everyone else should follow these rules, but we can be hypocritical about the rules because we know what's right. But now there's two people at the top. And yeah. so, mm. you know, Batman Jr. has now killed Batman and is the king. But there is no, like, consistency in any of their rules. We, uh, we have to wrap this up, but uh, normally, Chris, we do moment of the week, mm-hmm. but we normally don't do mm. it <laughs> for, the, for the segment. But Insider secret. So I do have to say one thing that would, if we did do movie of the week, would be mine, which is a. Uh, uh, when the new recently paralyzed Jason Todd Riddler in the fantasy, not Riddler, uh, Robin wants to show how extreme Gotham's gotten. He's like, Hey, remember the Riddler? And Dick Grayson's like, yeah, I remember him. And then he's like, remember how he never carries a gun. And Dick Grayson's like, yeah. And he's like, he does carry a gun. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, that's how dark it's gotten that this guy that tries to kill people constantly now has the most efficient tool for that in his pocket. Uh, I have a couple real quick. Um, we don't normally do this, Ryan. I know, we I will. apologize. It's like the teacher's not here, so we're just going to goof off. Um, I am not pregnant with my wife yet, but I think I will be someday. And I love how Minka Kelly, Robin's wife in the dream, uh, is pregnant and about to give birth. And she's like, no. Go travel with your bud. Go hang out with him. Yeah. I'll just be pregnant. That's how all of these situations work, <laughs> I'm assuming. Uh, when the cop, who is the villain, so I get it, like the demon payment, mm-hmm. um, and Robin are talking outside of the Joker's death, and uh, Robin does just some base-level detective work. And the cop's like, well, do you know Batman? <laughs> right. Because like, all it was was like, you know how to be a cop. You must clearly know Batman. <laughs> also, it felt like that guy, before he said that, had never heard of Batman. Because he's like, someone threw him off that roof. How'd he get up there? And he's like, yeah, well, the, I know somebody who can get up there. And he's yeah. like, but who? Well, obviously, it's Batman. Yeah. You, the dead guy's the Joker. So you know it's probably Batman right there. And if it's from a roof, Batman's always up on the roof. Wait, but if hold, you hold knew on, Batman could climb and be on roofs, you must know him. <laughs> You know that dude loves rooftops. <laughs> and then my final one is uh, hospitals always have this like type of name. It's like Our Lady of Blessed Saints or whatever. Uh, yeah. This one's just straight up called Our Lady of Homeless Orphans. Yeah. That's the name of the hospital. <laughs> and that is the name of our segment on Titans. When we come back, we're going to get to our New Year's resolution. Should all Well, guys, the year is basically over. And so looking ahead to the new year, I think we all have things that we'd like to do a little bit differently. 
And uh, so we're doing something that we made up called resolutions. Mm-hmm. Where it's what we, that mean? We think of some things that we'd like to do better or more or harder or faster in the new year. So, Ryan, can you start us off? What, what's like a resolution you have going into, if you can believe this, 2019? 2016, Greg. <laughs> um, I think what I'm going to try to do with my pop culture, with my superhero shows specifically, and then all of pop culture in general, is I'm going to try really hard to not think that all of it is commenting on Trump and it's all about Trump and the conservatives and how they're evil. Nice try. No <laughs> way, dummy. I'm going to try it. I'm, I mean, resolutions can just be stupid shit that you know that you're not going to do, right? If somebody honks on the road, you're like, do you think that was about Trump? You because I think I think a lot of people do this because we're we're all obsessed because it's just the weirdest thing in the world this this big boy president we have, but you do it more than the average person or average bear or <laughs> average bear yeah bears hardly do it anymore, <laughs> but it feels also like as more time goes on everything being produced now the whole life of its run probably in its production he has been the president and he's been all anybody has thought about right so it's gonna this stuff's gonna be even more steeped i'm gonna have to go the opposite direction of all pop culture i understand that but i realize that what i've been doing is i've just been looking at normal stuff where a good guy fights a bad guy and trump like it's all just so clearly bad that like even movies in the 50s i can say oh that's about trump and how he's president (laughs) and i just want to take a break and think about other stuff with the movie or the show for yeah. right now. Maybe I only make it to February. But just for a little bit, I want to think about other things. I wish you well, man. Like I, Honestly, I don't think it's going to happen for you. But I really... Because w- it seems like that's like something to do for personal wellness, honestly. And I hope you achieve it. Chris, do you have any New Year's resolutions going forward? Yeah. So I, I don't want to step in shit again. Ha <laughs> ha! And I know that sounds like I've been stepping in shit and I don't want to continue to do it. But as of this recording, we're on like day 362 uh-huh. out of 365 and I haven't stepped in shit yet. Okay. So I'm just going to. For gonna, the entire year? For the entire year. And wow. I want to do it again. So uh-huh. I'm going to lay low, just stay inside, <laughs> no grass, and hopefully I can pull it off. Now, most of the time, we have to be honest and say that you are a acrobatic sort and you are typically walking on your hands. If you place your hand in shit does that count as stepping in shit or is this just a feet thing only oh so i'd only thought about the feet i did place my hands in shit a couple of times uh (laughs) Uh, but you know i just kind of like the way it feels Uh not really ready to resolve against it there's so much distance between your foot and the bottom of your shoe you can't enjoy the feel of shit it's about the tactile experience yeah when you're walking on your shoes for whatever reason uh (laughs) and you step in shit and then you turn it over Man, it's like shoes were designed to be filled with shit. Oh my when God. you step the in crevices, them, it's like, they're just deep pockets <laughs> that are just absolutely crammed with doo doo. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I got to deal with this now. Yeah. And I gotta say, I've never stepped in shit and fully gotten it out. I'll just give up halfway through and well, just yeah. wear shit around. <laughs> yeah, once I you guess. walk That's across, smell now. Once you walk across somebody's carpet, you're gonna get a lot of it out. <laughs> hey, buddy, can I come in your house? Uh, so that's a really good one. And if I had thought of that, I definitely would have put that top of my list. Mine is, I want to read more comics. Mm. This show is based on comics and comic, comic book, book properties. properties. Very good. But, uh, I noticed probably like the middle of this year, like I watch these shows, which I do not like about comics, which I do like, and I hardly ever read comics anymore. So I have, it's been like the end of 2018, but I'm definitely going to go for 2019. I'm getting Marvel Unlimited. Thank you. Uh, and I have Hoopla, which is a way you can get comics on your like Apple devices from the library. Hmm. And it's just like an e-file. I sound so old talking about this <laughs> shit. But uh, I'm, gonna just, I'm really going to try to make an effort to read comics. And you know what? I like them. Comics are better than they've ever been. 
I've read a bunch of uh, Spider Gwen, and just looking at a page of Spider Gwen is so much better than looking at a page of comics from the 90s. And honestly, I'm glad I have read a little bit of that comic because its visual flair, specifically Spider Gwen, so much of it found its way into into the Spider Verse. And I just I want to get into that world again, and it's daunting. And your whole new thing, your whole way of reviewing all media is uh, this is not into the Spider. Whoa, wait, Spider Gwen? No, sort of is. This it? is you kind of. I am going to read. They've this. had several. Now that's all Spider Man does is like these Spider Verse events like things. But now when I read them, I'm like, oh yeah, this is just like movie. All right, Ryan, <laughs> what's another one of your resolutions? Uh, mine is also read more. When we were kids, there was this uh, cat in a commercial, Captain OG Readmore, uh-huh. and he used to try to bring us books and like get us to read more. But since we've grown up, he has become the nastiest asshole in the history of time, <laughs> and I'm going to hunt this motherfucking Captain Cat down. First of all, not affiliated with anything that could ever make him a captain. He just yeah. gave himself <laughs> that own designation. Yeah, it's not he like a cop hat. or yeah. has a ship or There's anything. no badge there. Uh, and he just goes around screaming at kids to read filthy books, pornography, uh, instead of like the classic literature that he did when uh, he was when we were kids. <laughs> I am going to murder this motherfucker. You're gonna okay? Because when you first said it, I thought it was you were going to read more. No, 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 no. I, no, no. I'm I read too much, especially about like ways to kill Captain, Captain. OG. Read more. <laughs> um, if you kill a cat, is that against the law? It depends on which death it is in the cat. If if, if, it, <laughs> if it's the ninth. That's murder. You've murdered that cat. Uh-huh. But one through eight, you get like a free, free pass. Dude. So it's kind of, it can be a little bit of a roll of the dice, you know? Does that change if the cat can talk? Is that harder or worse? Do I have to do more time? I feel like it's better because you could ask him which life cycle he's on. Oh, okay. Is But then when he looks at me in the eye and says ninth, and I fucking kill that motherfucker, that's, I'm going to go to jail forever. This read more strikes me as, as a cartoon. Mm-hmm. This is a cartoon character. Uh, yeah, then you would, be, you would go to the cartoon courts. Ooh. Okay, yeah. I think I could do that. Yeah, you hear people talk about kangaroo courts. It's a cartoon kangaroo, and then, yeah, he's the judge. Just so. reach off screen, grab a hammer, which is a gavel, uh-huh. and now I'm in charge of this court. <laughs> <laughs> Disorder in the court. All right, Chris, what's another one of your New Year's resolutions? Uh, I want to learn to read. That's a good idea. You know, it's not easy. Uh, luckily, I did it when I was a kid, mm-hmm. because if I had to do that now, there's just no way I'd pull it off. Wait, that's, that sounds like I'm, I'm disparaging you. Uh, you're going to do it. I mean... All the time you're going to be saving, not stepping in shit. <laughs> you're definitely going to be able to apply that. I'm just like, how am I going to pick up the books because my hands are just constantly covered in <laughs> shit? <laughs> covered in doo-doo. Can, are we not allowed to disparage people who can't read? Like, is that, is that a safe space? You can like, do it in writing. I think you can do it in print. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, you, it's the same, like, you can make fun of Amish people, like, online <laughs> or on podcasts because they're not going to see it. If somebody can't read, then you can make fun of them, but only if you write it down. That and, way, they can never hurt their feelings. And uh, Chris can't read, and it is also such a good-natured fucking schlub uh-huh. that if I write a note to you, he's going to assume it's like a compliment about him, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> not just us making fun of him. Kind of, just just a happy little Dumbo. Um, <laughs> the second one for me, and Ryan, I, I hope you're cool with this, is... On this show, I want to talk about video games and, and D&D more because I feel like those are two cornerstones of my life. And I don't mean I want to have like segments about it, but I think just there's probably a lot of our listeners um, of whom there are, I'm guessing, many. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're into those things. D&D is like so hot right now. Mm-hmm. And I just think that we could talk about it a little bit more on the show. I'm not sure what format that'll take, but um, because I am literally 
always thinking about D and D. I never stop, even for a little bit. My next uh, resolution is to talk about D and D and video games on the show less. So, <laughs> uh, but I think the way to do it is, yeah, not to add a segment. Yeah. But um, like Greg, you know that me and producer Dave have a video game basketball thing that yeah. we do, and I. I use that as an analogy for almost in every single yes. conversation. So yeah, just do that with D and D. Sneak it in there. Yeah, and I, I again, I, it's something I've started doing because earlier you may remember I talked about Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, that's actually a video game. What the fuck? I, yeah, so we've already we've kind of already done it. It sounded familiar. Yeah, I'm getting a head start on all that. And that's a Final Fantasy. That is one of the <laughs> Final Fantasies for. Oh, I almost I almost had a big spoiler, you guys. Get move away from me, Ryan. What's your next resolution? I am going to, and I feel like I've been saying this for a long time, but I'm going to quit Stop on shows sooner. Oh, quit on shows sooner, yeah. I like I, I used to have this thing where I gotta make it to four and then I can judge, and then <laughs> once I make it to four, why not finish it? No. Dude, I know. Same thing with you in comic books, because yeah. ten years ago when you were reading, you'd be like, Well, this is garbage, but <laughs> I gotta find out what happens to Mary Jane Watson. Uh-huh. Now you read a Marvel issue, and you can say, "I'm never reading this again." <laughs> you know, there are TV shows that I know I should not be watching because I hate them, yeah. and I just want to say, "No more, bros." Yeah, that is such a good one, um, and I hope I can. I hope I can do it too. It's hard to give up on stuff, and so you mean shows that you just started watching, right? Mm. How about shows? No, all of them. Like if I'm in the sixth season and I know it's okay. going to season eight, just give up. Just stop. So, so if the first four episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine were bad this year, would you give up on that after four? Let's episodes? not be ridiculous. Okay. All right? These are baby steps. I just Greg. wanted to make sure you're Michael. Sure. All right, <laughs> Chris. What is your third? Um, I want to watch more superhero TV. Yes, that's a good one. You should definitely get into that. That is the opposite of self care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I find once you watch enough of it, you sort of get used to mm. it. And you you like start to find what's valuable in it, and a lot of people in our personal lives uh, have said that it's because it's like Stockholm syndrome. Like we're basically <laughs> captured by these shows and we're forced to watch them. But the more you watch it, the more you're like, yes, that was a really good episode of Titans. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine? And yeah, Chris, you shut up. Me and Greg are going to talk now about your resolution. Can <laughs> Please, you imagine? Like, would you not interrupt <laughs> us for this one moment? Chris is the kind of guy who likes TV shows, like. The Sopranos or The Wire, you know, one of those weirdos, and then had to watch his first episode of The Titans to be on the show. And right out the gate, you and I are like, this is pretty good. Yeah. And just imagine Chris being like, what the fuck were you guys watching? <laughs> what the fuck are these dudes? These are the same dudes I said I didn't want to step in duty anymore. And they both went out <laughs> to the street and stepped in some. Who are these idiots? What have I done to myself? All right. And uh, my last one is I want to see more movies this year. Than I saw last year. Greg, you had a movie pass. That's impossible. <laughs> and I got the AMC movie pass thing. Uh, I just, I really enjoyed in 2018 going to the movies. I only saw a few absolute stinkers and I saw them because I had movie pass, but I saw movies that really like tested me and gave me a lot to think about. And I saw movies that were like wide run movies that just were fun and interesting. I had fun experiences at the movie theater I saw Wreck-It Ralph in a, um, you know, Wreck-It Ralph 2 in mm-hmm. a theater full of kids. They, I thought, I used to think kids ruined movies. It, no, it's middle-aged people ruined movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because they keep asking what just happened, who just said what. Uh, kids, every time the movie, like, in between scenes gets quiet for a second, some kid will say something which is not a call. Not like something, f- but is hilarious. <laughs> so um, we were watching Wreck-It Ralph, and in Wreck-It Ralph there's, like, a subplot that maybe they're going to have to stop hanging out. 
Um, and when it's decided, like, we probably are not going to be hanging out anymore, it goes to black and it gets quiet. And a little girl is just like, he's really going to miss her. <laughs> and then they talk a little bit more in the next scene. And it gets quiet again. And she goes, he's really, really going to miss her. <laughs> and that was probably my... lose your shit? <laughs> dude, yes. My wife and I just, like, we started howling. And that was probably my favorite moment in a movie theater. That's a, that's a pretty bland movie. But that was probably my favorite moment in the movie theater. It's, uh, the thing is, though, is that all of those kids in general, they're not making calls. But that one girl who said that one thing, she heard that reaction, and it warped her brain forever. She is going to like be the pop off kid all yeah. through school. She's gonna want to get back that feeling that she had when she made that call. It wasn't intentional, but it will be from now on. Oh God, she's gonna start a podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, world. A girl with a podcast, get out of here. Well, those are our New Year's resolutions. Good luck to all of us. I give us till about the middle of February. When we come back, we're gonna get to this robust pull list. little section of the show it's called a pull list it's very just get together and let our hair down and just talk about some of the shows of the week and just see how it goes do we tell chris this is the sexiest part or oh yeah this, oh, I got that. Okay. this this is a very sexual part of the show <laughs> and i'm trying to capture taylor's sort of like magnetism mm-hmm. you know just like but um the listeners at home sorry for making you dripping wet but uh <laughs> that's just how it goes when you listen to the pull list if you're in a rented Greg. car Listening to this, that you're, you're probably going to have to pay a little bit of money you for that. Gonna I get that deposit yeah. back. My friend, no way. Not after you flood the front seat. Anyway, Sabrina. What happened on Sabrina this week? On the eighth episode of Sabrina, the minor rescue mission is abandoned, leaving Harvey's dad to bury a helmet that represents his son. <laughs> it's not funny, Chris. No, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. What the Damn. fuck? <laughs> Sabrina will have none of this and decides to do a resurrection spell to bring Harvey's brother back from the dead because Harvey is sad. This means that she has to sacrifice the witch responsible because life for life. Sabrina does this by straight up cutting that bitch's throat. Taste buds, I ask you this. Is it possible that the show didn't make the humans in Sabrina's life boring for the hell of it, but instead to make them helpless peons that are always in need of Sabrina's help? They also kind of seem like dumb and helpless a lot of the times. And they're just like so bland. Bland, bland, bland. But, um, like, I think that now I'm starting to see, and Taylor, God rest his soul, um, used to say that, no, they will get interesting, and that's not true. Yeah. Like, we're <laughs> eight out of ten episodes in, and that has just not happened. But in order for us to, like, uh, back Sabrina's plan, we do have to see, oh, witches are very powerful, yeah. and humans are not. That does translate to boring a lot of the time, but they definitely need witches' help. So she's beca- she's turning witch into a superhero. And then at the mm. same time, is it then making it, like you can see why they tell her she shouldn't get involved with humans because humans are like these little soft creatures that live for 70 years and then are just gone. And if you're a witch and you're immortal and all powerful, it's better just to like be disconnected from that group of people. Right. Which is hard for your protagonist to be when it's a show about teenagers for teenagers. Mm -hmm. But uh, I mean, a lot of times Sabrina's like, I'm going to save this one lobster in the lobster tank. Yeah. <laughs> and we're su- the, the show's trying to make us believe that that lobster actually deserves it. Did the dad just bury the helmet? Because that was just like so much easier. Yeah. Then. <laughs> just like, just <laughs> dig a little tiny hole and just put that in there. I mean, the, what was left of his son? It was just goo. Like, it, <laughs> he had, like, he stepped in goo, which was his New Year's resolution. Don't step in sun oh. goo. Uh, but he did. And so, yeah, there was a huge coffin with a helmet in it, but they still did the classic TV thing of have a fight right next to the coffin, coffin falls over, <laughs> but at least it was just a helmet that rolled out instead of a corpse. Because the kid was turned into goo, 
but then he came back to life. We don't know yet. Oh, okay, because that would be true resurrection, right? Yeah, when you don't have the body, but you still bring. Is this up. a goddamn D and D? Oh, yeah, so I said is. I was gonna do it, and now I'm doing it. D and D, kids, if you like D and D. Are you guys being GD D and D DMs? <laughs> we certainly are. Do you have a moment of the week for this, Sabornos? My moment of the week, and I think this has been the case for a while, but it really came into play this week because this is the person that Sabrina killed. Uh, Prudence is like the main badass evil witch, mm-hmm. and then she has two henchmen. One is named something that nobody cares about, and the other is Dorcas. Ooh. Yeah. And there's just no way to say that word without just straight up calling her a Dorcas. She's a <laughs> Dorcas. And they say it a lot in this episode, and I had subtitles on, and it straight up says in the subtitle, Dorcas. Dorcas. <laughs> My wife and I are rewatching uh, the, the most recent season of Game of Thrones. Uh, and there's a character named Dickon, <laughs> and a lot of Get your dick on. a lot of other characters are just like, right, that's a name. But uh, <laughs> at one time, that guy Braun runs into mm-hmm. him, and they're like, "Who's who's this?" And they're like, "Dickon." He's just like, "Pah!" <laughs> Your name is Dickon. There has to be some, maybe it's because Ambrose is stuck in the house and has not run into Dorcas. But Dorcas, come on, feels yeah. like maybe that one's too easy. Like if a name like that, you're just like, "Well, what am I supposed to like? What <laughs> can I do with Dorcas?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dick butt kiss. There's just nowhere to go. I mean, there's no interesting thing you can say about that. Uh, Sabornos is on Nerdflurks, and you can you're watch doing it. it, dude. You you're can watch it. it any old time you want to. The way I think you should do it is, I think you should watch it week by week with us, because then that makes that show more fun and our show yeah. more fun. Also, make sure that you watch seven, then watch the Christmas special. And then watch the final three. Yeah, those it three really witches sense. you were just talking about, that's her like those are like her nemesis witches mm-hmm. at school. Are they friendly with her in this episode or are they mean to her? Prudence and Sabrina sort of have an understanding. Uh-huh. And now Prudence realizes how uh Dorcas and I'm gonna assume Malorcus <laughs> they're not up to Prudence's standards because Prudence has like there's reasons for her evil. Whereas Dorcas is just a Dorcas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because that was the most jarring thing about the holiday special. Is like, those are her buddies. Yeah. She's like, I need your help with something. And they're like, great. I'm like, Wait, no, those are her rivals. <laughs> All righty. The next show is Daredevil. On the 10th episode of the final season of Daredevil, we finally get a glimpse of Karen's dark past. Uh-oh. When we meet her, she is dancing and dealing drugs at a college party for Whoa. a college she does not go to. Whoa. Meanwhile, she's also the only person capable of running her family's failing diner. Her double life is going fine until her brother burns down her junkie boyfriend's trailer, which causes him to almost murder her brother, (laughs) which causes her to shoot her boyfriend and then drive her brother to the hospital where she gets in a crash that kills him. (laughs) And her mom died a while ago. What is wrong with you? And her mom died a while ago. I can't I, I can only imagine you watch like watching the news and just yeah. like laughing your butt off. <laughs> this is I'm as surprised as anybody else. <laughs> and her mom died a while ago. This brings us to present time where Dex Devil attacks a church and Karen gets the priest killed. Dex escapes and Daredevil totally for real dies with three episodes left in the season. Whoa. Surprise. Taste buds, I ask you this. When dealing with the dark past of a TV character, is there a point when enough is enough dark? Or are you ready to just say fuck it and throw all the dark in you can? I would say based on the fact that the thing made me laugh, which because uh, I'm like looking inward why that happened to not have to take responsibility for the fact that I'm messed up. I'm going to say that when you, pi- when you pile that much stuff on, it becomes absurd way past modeling. And then it's like you, you can't connect to it. Anymore. I think I think that's oh, really because I was going to argue for it. I was going to say once you've crossed the line, just keep on going. Yeah, dude. there's no We're reason to just be in. Forrest Gump, the line. past the end zone, past the man <laughs> into the tunnel. Because uh, there was a point where I was about to roll my eyes and then I was thinking... Karen's only going to get this one hour. You know, it's, it's just this one episode. Just dump it. Just dump it all on. And within three days, all of the things happen to her. 
everything that you can. She steps in a pile of shit. She gets stung by a bee. It's her all of the stuff. Her car gets towed. Her face gets chopped off. Uh, you said Doordevil dies. How does he die? Daredevil, not Dorcas. <laughs> has, it been, has it been Daredevil this whole time? That's embarrassing. Uh, Daredevil and Dex fight, and Daredevil dies. Okay. And Karen is holding his body, which I think is a panel from the comics they were trying to do. Does he like throw a stapler at his head? How does he get him? <laughs> <laughs> it's a stapler right through the head. But not not like a staple through the head. Stapler goes There's all the, the way through itself, the head. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Karen is holding him and crying in a church, crosses everywhere. But Okay, yeah, that does sound like that's from the like the Frank Miller run. Yeah, some somewhere around there. Uh, but guys, that like don't do that. We know there's three episodes left. Yeah. We know there's no fucking way Daredevil is dead. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Because if you were to end the that season that way, and then it turns out to be the final season, which it did, there might be that question of, like, did this character really die in the continuity of this? But you know that there's not three episodes past this. Right. Three episodes of dealing with Daredevil's death. Yeah. There's no fucking way. Maybe one. I could see that. You know, like, uh, Ned Stark famously dies in the first season of Game of Thrones, but he doesn't die in the final episode. He dies in the second to last episode of that season, and that gives you an additional episode to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. People don't remember that. They remember that the uh, they think that his head gets cut off, and he lets the ball go under his legs, and the Mets win the World Series <laughs> in, the, in the last episode. It's the second to last episode. Well, to be fair, like, Game of Thrones isn't called Ned Stark. <laughs> But yeah. we thought that. I did. If think you that. did not read the book, but you were just watching the show, you thought that Ned Stark was the main guy. I did. Yeah, I thought for sure because he's like he's the hand of the king, and so he's sitting on the throne. You're like, oh yeah, this guy's gonna end up being the king. This he's gonna, gonna win the Game of Thrones. It's gonna be mm-hmm. his ascendancy. That's what makes that so effective. Ryan, do you have a moment of the week? My moment of the week is um, in the church part after all the Karen flashbacks. Um, Karen is trying to protect all these people who were in the church, and Daredevil and Dex Devil are fighting. And Karen does something pretty cool. She says, uh, just like says in a normal voice, um, go over there and I'll get these people out. Yeah. Because she knows what Daredevil's powers are. There's no way that Dex can hear it. But what she does is say, Matt, go over there. (laughs) Matt Murdock in front of all these other people. (laughs) No. Karen, almost so smart. You just had to do that one thing. That's so close, Karen. Well, we know she's had a lot of trauma. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of trauma. Maybe she's not thinking straight. So three episodes ever of Door Devil left, right? That's it. And you can check them out on Nerdflurks, but don't watch them all right away. Watch them weekly with us, because that's the way we do it, and we want you to be our buddies. The next show is Runaways. This week on The Runaways. The Runaways are Runaways because they have run away. And in case you forgot that, every character takes a turn saying, Runaway. The gang has their shit stolen by a homeless bike punk, and so Alex is forced to paint the nursery of a gangster. Graciela gets killed by pride because she knows too much, and the hot parents attempt to locate their attractive children. Victor needs to build Jonah a new box while stuck inside his own mind prison, recovering from getting shot, and the crazy energy under L.A. may be alive and ready to come to party? The episode ends with the discovery of a sweet abandoned mansion somehow buried right by Griffith Observatory, and the runaways plan to use it as their season two base of operations. So, gentle friends, I ask you this. Last season had major pacing issues and lost our esteem along the way. Did this episode do enough to convince you that this season will be more exciting than the last? Look, it wasn't great. Uh, It wasn't the best banter. Yeah. But it was good banter. It was all the banter that I needed, and it continues that trend of a episode of Runaways is as good as the little amount of screen time that the adults get, and there wasn't that much. So I'm stoked. I am yeah. all in for this season, I guess. 
I had forgotten um, how attractive everybody on this show is. Mm. This has got to be the most attractive group of parents we have mm. on any show, and we watch Black Lightning. So that's, <laughs> that's saying something. Um, I want to go back to something you said. Uh, you said that the city is flowing with an energy underneath it. Yeah. A lot like New York did in Ghostbusters 2. Is this <laughs> what you're referencing once again, Greg? In is Ghost this Bu- another episode where we can't... Mention, not mention Ghostbusters 2? And go, not only did that happen to Ghostbusters 2, but it happened in the real world just the other day where just there was a blue weird energy in New York just for like four hours. Hmm. That's Tr- cool. Trump. <laughs> it's not Ryan, New Year's yet. It's not Ryan, New Year's yet, okay, dude. So I got to get these it, out. You're getting it out of your system. Um, they Did you know that the name of the show was Runaways? Yes. Uh, did you like the fact that basically like there's a song that just keeps saying runaways. Everybody takes a turn being like, we're the we're bad runaways. They've run away. Where'd they run away to? You uh, went through that whole intro off the top of your head without the singing the dome. Sugar Ray song, which I, <laughs> th- I think that's very impressive. Um, but yeah, the amount of runaways, the, the amount of times that runaway was mentioned, I think uh, pales in comparison to the awfulness of Chase thinking that he can just be in a chase because his name is Chase and pointing that out to everyone. Uh-huh. The amount of runaway mentions is fine. <laughs> Unless you're playing it as a drinking game, which is why I don't even remember that episode. <laughs> right, yeah. You totally blacked out on that one. Yeah, because they start saying <laughs> runaway right away. Yeah, so I you're got like get three, in. four minutes in the memory bank. The <laughs> rule that I only paid attention to was uh, drink every time Greg is not attracted to a cast member. So <laughs> I remember every second of that shit. The base of operations. Do you feel like that's going to be a cool addition to this show? Yeah, I mean, it's from the comic book. Of course, it was done in the second issue of the comic book Uh because peak TV. Uh, But yeah, I think that now that they are, they're not going to Des Moines and then Canada and then like, I don't know, Newfoundland. Was that in Canada? Uh, This is how far they're going to have runaway is this place. But for them to be fully separate and calm and like be able to chill back here and just do like normal kid banter, I think Uh it's going to help the show out tremendously. I thought it was dumb as hell from a story standpoint (laughs) that there's just this mansion that there's signs that people have found that mansion like there's spray paint on the wall and everything but they're just going to be able to live there and they're not going to get interrupted by anybody and it's hidden away but then they walk outside and the view you have of la and it's like okay well it's stupid but it's a cool idea and it really allows for some excellent shots of the downtown area uh la is so beautiful in this show and that reminds me of another show we watched lucifer which L.A. doesn't always have to be shown as this dark, terrible, concrete wasteland. Sometimes you can show that it's like a really beautiful place. With all of the stuff. Like, whatever you need to have in the background, L.A. sort of has it. The Underground Mansion sort of reminds me of, is this show bad or are these kids stupid? Like, that's something that I talk about a lot or I think about a lot when I'm watching because um, they go to, they need to escape right now. And so what these kids do is they steal a car, yeah. a very, very expensive car with, uh, what do you call it, personalized license plates uh-huh. from a douchebag who's clearly going to complain about that. Like, he's not going to be like, well, the, um, that car's gone. I guess that's that's just it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the single worst way for you to get away, but they do. Yeah. And in parts like that, I always wonder, is this show dumb? Yeah. Or are, are these just dumb kids? It depends on what happens next, because a lot of these shows let the main characters do whatever they want and then not have there be consequences. Mm. If you steal somebody's car, and that guy's license plate was Bitcoin, uh, so that means like his money is dwindling very, very quickly. <laughs> so he can't so just... So he really needs that yeah, car back. He can't just lose a Range Rover and not do anything about it if that ever comes back, because it would be a little thing that you do like that that would get you caught. If it comes back to haunt them, they're dumb kids. But since it's probably going to be completely forgotten by the show, 
it's probably that it's a dumb show. And a lot of these shows, they don't ever think of what the consequences of characters' actions really would be. It's not that kind of show. Um, if this were a D&D game that I were running, oh, definitely damn. they'd have to deal with it, okay? <laughs> but uh, I don't think they will in the world of the show. And D&D games, those are video games? Those are video That's games. What you guys are so, about. Yeah, I checked off two boxes with that one thing. <laughs> if, uh, like, if, Chris, you had watched this and you'd be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? This was terrible. I sort of get that. But uh, my counter argument is just Netflix, Marvel. Like, what this, like, all the bright and sunny shit that you were talking about and how much, like, stuff happens in an hour and it's just not brooding all the time. Maybe if it, if it wasn't for Marvel Netflix, I wouldn't like the show, but because uh-huh. of it, oh man, it's, it re, I'm so glad that it's back. Somebody, and maybe it was you, uh, posted from our Twitter, like the reason this show is so good is because it's got five characters that want to bone each other that are basically <laughs> like involved in a... In a, a love pentagram. A love pentagram. <clears throat> and uh, that is super, super interesting. And that is what really m- makes this show move is that these characters have very intricate relationships with one another, and they spend a lot of time looking at each other with longing while that that person looks at another person with longing. And I feel like if they can really capitalize on that, and they did pretty well last year, that it it can be a successful show, even though it's dumb in other ways. And those those are like the shows that I grew up on. Like, yeah, all of my favorite shows were not superheroes but nano 210 and the oc and mm-hmm. i really appreciate that part of a drama when you throw in bisexual and pansexual characters too you can get wild with the relationships oh, yeah. and i think it really like in the modern world where more and more people are comfortable expressing that they're bi or that they're pan or that they're polyamorous like that does happen and that's so interesting and i think that you know good for this show hopefully they can continue to do that well I think what I'm saying is that a lot of shows set themselves up that they're so good and so serious that a lot of the things that Runaways is ignoring would be like a dent on their record. Like, mm. if you guys think that you're good, you have to care about this shit. Yeah. But Runaways is set up where, like, if they ignore some stuff that good, really good shows would have to not ignore, I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. I, I think I'm totally fine. We last year, last season, we really liked the times where they had to, like, go to a school dance or where they mm-hmm. had, like, a charity gala. Do you think that's gonna that's in the future of the show, or do you think it's all? It's hard now because they have officially ran away. Yeah. Do you, but like, for instance, they could go to like an underground rave, or they could go to a, a, a like the show for a band or something like that. I feel like they need events like that to keep the show going, and I wonder if they can do it in this iteration of the show. I hope so because showing how their life is hard because they're teenagers and hard because of the other shit. Uh-huh. I think that's vital to. The backbone. I think the uh, dorky parents are still the MVPs of this show. I think that the ones that like go over Gert's to parents, yeah, to go over and handle Graciela, like they are just the whole talk about who's going to jab her with the thing, and she comes out <laughs> with a gun. They're like, "Oh my god, we're not prepared to handle this. We just wanted to jab you." <laughs> uh, did you have a moment of the week? Uh, my moment of the week is I don't know if this is no, it's bad. I can do the worst thing, right? Yeah, for it, sure. Usually, my, it's like the thing that makes the most impact on you. My most confusing moment of the week. Um, at the beginning of this episode, there's a full-on Spaceballs stunt double scene. Uh-huh. Like the cop, like they says, the, the cop says, "I caught all the runaways," and they walk in, and we see from the back all of the runaways. Yeah, and they turn around, and it's just a different group who all look and dress the exact same. Yeah, was that a joke? Was that a Spaceballs reference? I don't, I don't think it was. What a the sp- fuck? I don't think it was a Spaceballs reference. I think it was. It better have been a joke, because the other <laughs> thing is, all those people turn around, and nobody looks put out. And it's like, wait, were you guys all hanging out together already? I feel like they should have leaned on whatever it was. Yes. Like they should have really kind of spelled it out. This is what we're trying to do with this. As a, a moment, as a moment in just like the normal continuity of the show, 
It's bad. If, <laughs> but as a joke, it's pretty good. I didn't even think about it. Like, they caught six kids that were separate. Yeah. I, I looked at it as they found this group all together and yeah. brought them in. Because if you're going to hang out with a group of friends, you better have all of these. Yeah. One of each of these. <laughs> Everybody's going to have to Including have. a dog that was dressed like a raptor. <laughs> Everybody has to have a girt. Uh, my moment of the week was also a dumb moment. Which is, uh, they decide they're going to have, like, a funeral for Graciela. And they are, like, because they don't know what to do. They don't have the cool mansion yet. They decide they're just going to hang out in a homeless encampment. Uh, and so they do that. They don't, like, the show doesn't labor talking about homelessness. It's shown a lot, but it's not, like, a big deal. It's not like they're trying to make some sort of point about it. But uh, they never say anything to the homeless people that they live around. But when they have this funeral, suddenly all the homeless people also gather around, but none of them says anything. Hmm. And then once the funeral's over, they all just disappear. Like, what the hell was that? Yeah. Right, you know, if someone wants to have a memorial over there, the, why did those people wander over and not say anything or acknowledge that they were there? I just thought that was a, such a weird moment. It looked better if all those people were standing around, and so they staged the shot that way. Even though it didn't make sense, I, I don't know. Oh, real quick, going back to what we were talking about, about teenagers in this situation, but being fully teenagers, the soup debate, I thought was really good. Yeah. About they, they wander up to a uh, pride-funded homeless place, and they're starving. Can we eat this soup that was yeah. bought by our evil parents? I'm fucking hungry. I don't care. Or, no, we have to like stick to our morals and ethics at all times. Yeah. I thought if we get like one of those per episode, I'm cool. I thought that was pretty good. Also, uh, the gangster who makes alex paint his alex paints his nursery that guy was an underutilized all-star last year the gangster guy and they have to keep using oh, him he is not darius yeah he does not count as a parent like no his screen time does not count against the show yeah definitely all right well that is runaways runaways last year i felt like they released them one at a time but did they release them in a big chunk i don't even know i just watched the one and then closed my eyes yeah well we are going to be watching them week by week it's i feel like it's one of those wobbly ones but i do look forward to watching it well that is it that is the pull list and you guys that's all the time we have for the show thank you so much for coming today and being on the show which of these shows do you think is going to make it to be superhero hour hour show of the year oh i would say breaking bad Breaking Bad, probably. Very good. Congratulations, Breaking Bad. You did it. <laughs> oh, that's it? Number There's one no tournament seed. or anything? Nope, no, just number one seed. Uh, if you are on the internet, and I know a lot of people more and more are on the internet, go check out yourpropfilter.com. That's our nexus, our hub, where you get all of our sweet content. If you're there and you want to support us a little bit, go slash Amazon. It's your normal Amazon, but we get a couple dollars from that, and we appreciate your support. We have a YouTube Go check it out. We have so many funny Yortorbs. You're going to love them. You don't want to make Chris try to do one of these no. having no information whatsoever? <laughs> the, my first like three months on the show, I would sometimes get one of these thrown to me. I had no <laughs> idea what you were supposed to say or do. They'd just be like, social media, and then look at me, and I'd be like, um, true. Definitely. go. You, <laughs> Wikipedia yeah. defines social media. <laughs> uh, social media, at your pop filter on Twitter. Go there right now. Follow us. I don't want to say we're hilarious, but we are super hilarious on the Your Pop Filter at Twitter. <laughs> That's how that goes. Uh, or you can call us, 1562-DR-DJ-POP, or you could send us an email at contact at Your Pop Filter. We have a Patreon. Please do go check out our Patreon. Is this next week? Chris, do you have anything to promote, by the way? Your 
Yeah, dude. You have so many like businesses. I, I've got like anti dog shit yeah. gloves, but they're not quite ready to promote yet. Is not stepping in poop for you? <laughs> if it is, do you walk through. on your hands a lot? And it cuts to black and white, and it's just a person only <laughs> stepping in poop. It's like, oh. So next week, the topic of the show is Gotham. It's the season, the final season the premiere. The final season. So we just got Batman, and now we're going to go back to Baby Bats. I don't know if I can do that, but we're going from Riddler with a gun back to Sexy Riddler, and I know I can do that. Riddler with steel to Riddler with blue steel. I, I have to say, I'm such a dummy, but I have to say, I think this season of Gotham's going to go off. I do, too. My I hope, think so, too. This is a show, it's half the length. Yeah, this is a show that, when it performs, does really, really well. But it does have those episodes where it's like, we had to write an episode and we just had no idea what to do. And right. But now that they know that the end is in sight, they have the freedom to basically go a little bit crazy. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be wall-to-wall action. I think that uh, they're going to double up. Every episode is going to be twice as much stuff, but it's going to be so fucking nutty that yeah. it's going to be hilarious. All right. Well, that's the show for this week. Next week is going to be Gotham. For Ryan, I'm Chris. For Chris, I'm Greg. For Taylor, I'm anything you want to be, baby. Please come home. We miss you so much, and let's never fight again and bring some of that bread, because we do want some of that bread.